Welcome to the Sacred City Life Podcast. This is your host, Pastor Justin Dean. And this podcast is all about helping you follow Jesus in the everyday, normal rhythms of life. And I've got all the gentlemen with me. Guys, would you say hi? Yeah, this is Rob Spexer, Pastor of Discipleship. Kevin Kenora, Pastoral Assistant. Alex Tate, Sacred City Youth Director. Okay. Today, I want to talk about the Students' First Act signed into law by Governor Reynolds this past week. We have spent the last couple years talking quite extensively about Mm, a parent's responsibility to educate their child in the fear and admonition of the Lord, literally the padea, the the instruction, the education of the Lord. And we've talked about ways to do that, Um, classical Christian education, homeschool, and then public education public education with a lot of supplemental efforts with parents. And one of the pushbacks that we always get was, well, everybody can't afford that. We all can't afford that. You can't afford, you know. And most of us, because we were raised in this culture and we were raised with the public school system and many of us went to the public school system, we just assumed maybe that the public school system was the way that People always have been educated, and Christians always educated. And there was no other way around it. And it's our civic duty to send our kids to public school. And you know, people that are that are from a lower income level and such can't afford to send their kid mm-hmm. to private school. And we had mentioned that there has been legislation underway for several years, working to give parents the um, ability to choose where their tax dollars go when it comes to the education of their children, okay? Now, let me just give you some numbers here. This year, um, the state of Iowa had $100 million in unused funds, okay? Crazy, right? Right. Earmarked for education, but unused. The state of Iowa pays roughly $16,000 per student, okay? So here's, here's what this means. All of our taxes go into, I'm just gonna break, the, you know, all of our taxes go into a great big pot, okay? Yeah. And then every student that attends Davenport Central, the state sends $16,000 per student to Davenport Central, okay? Per year, $16,000 per year. Roughly half of that, so let's just say $8,000, rounding, rounding round numbers here, $8,000 goes to overhead, okay? Paying teachers, uh, buildings, all of, all of the stuff. The other $8,000 is, is specifically geared towards the students. So, curriculum costs, extracurricular costs, transportation costs, food, all, all, of, the, all of the costs that require, that, that, that are, you know, each individual student needs, it's about $8,000, okay? As of now, public schools got zero of that money. No, private schools. Or private schools. I'm sorry. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. As of right now, private schools got zero of that money. So I, my parent, or my parents, my wife and I send our kids to Morningstar, 
And our tax dollars went to the public schools, right? They were being used for the public schools. We didn't get to any choice to divert those where we want. Right. Well, all of that has changed as of last week. Yeah. And, and I want to talk about it because liberals in our society right now are attacking this bill mm -hmm. and they're lying about it and they're mm -hmm. saying some things that are not true and um and i want to want to want to clear this up yeah. but um let me read from the iowa department of education here the student first act introduced by governor reynolds and signed into law on january 24th 2023 makes state funding available to support the success of every k-12 through student in iowa the bill establishes a framework and funding for education savings accounts. So that's called ESAs, education savings accounts, which may be used by eligible families to cover tuition, fees, and other qualified education expenses at accredited private schools in Iowa. Mm. Here's how it works. Parents who choose to enroll their eligible children in an accredited private school will receive an amount equal to the per-pupil funding allocated to public school districts for the same budget school year. Funds will be deposited into an education savings account to be used for tuition, fees, and other qualified educa education expenses as specified in the legislation. Okay, here's what, here's what we're saying. Here's, what, here's what's actually happening. That $16,000 per pupil that we're going to public schools, rough almost, but basically 9,600 of it is still going to public schools. So the, the amount that public schools were getting of our tax dollars for overhead and teachers and all of that, and all that, it's still going to the public school. But the state is now giving parents the, the uh, option to take $7,900 of mm -hmm. that or $7,600, somewhere in between, mm -hmm. somewhere around there, and put it in an ESA yeah. education savings account. And then they can direct where they send that tax dollar, those tax dollars, mm -hmm. that, 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 state funding they can and, and it says accredited private schools i read the bill today and on in my understanding that in, that is included that includes online so if you're if your kids take an online like homeschool and online classes you can get that seventy six hundred dollars put into your education savings account and you can use that money to now send your kid to that online education or to that private education, mm -hmm. right? So is that account like they're going to send that directly to you, like taxes or yes. what? Just like they did with, uh, I imagine just like they did with the COVID, COVID checks and COVID money. You, now here, here, here's what you have to do. You have to go and sign up. So you have to sign up on at the Iowa Department of Education. And as soon as the, the um, online form is available, they're going to release that and uh, you can fill it out to see if you're eligible. Now, here is the way that they structured the bill in order to, to pay for it and I, don't, I think probably not to shock our system, sh shock our public school system too much. Year one, so that means this next coming up school year, year 2023 and 2024, all entering kindergarten students are available. So if you have a kid that's entering kindergarten, mm. then you, you can apply for, for this. Mm. All students enrolled in a public school. So if you're a public... If you're sending your kids to public school and you want to take them out and homeschool them through an online program or, or send them to a, 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 an accredited public school, 
you can, you're eligible for this. So you can, you can get $7,600 per student to send your kid to a school of your choice. Okay. You said you, you said accredited public school. You mean accredited uh, private school? Private school. Okay. Sorry, I just want to make sure that Thank I wasn't you, sure Rob. if they could go anywhere you wanted with your money. Okay. Thank got you, it. Rob. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So you cannot now. This is not changing the enrollment statuses of public schools. So you can't right. now open enroll, take your kid That's out of a Central, and then send your kid to Pleasant Valley. Yeah. You, you can't do that. Okay. But you can take your kid out of Central and put him in Morningstar. Right. It, you know, or do an online accredited private private school. Right. Now it's also available. And this is kind of a bummer. So, a, well, not really a bummer. It's just so a student enrolled in a private school. This is year one again, with a household income at or below three hundred percent of the federal po- poverty line. So that means if a family of four, so two parents, two kids, are making eighty three thousand dollars, two hundred eighty three thousand two hundred fifty dollars or less and they're already sending their kid to public school, they are now eligible for this money. Hmm. Okay? okay? So that number would go up if you got bigger, uh, if you've got a bigger family, you know? Year two, so school year 2024 and 2025, all entering kindergarten students are available again or can option in. All students enrolled in public school still can option in. And now a student enrolled in a private school with a household income at or below 400% of the federal poverty line. That's 111,000 for a family of four. If you make 111,000 for a family of four or less, you'll be able, and you already send your kid to private school, these funds will be available in year 2. And then year 3 is all K through 12 students regardless of income. So hmm. they're kind of rolling this out into in three phases. Rolling is, this out and seemingly helping those who are in the most financially needy mm-hmm. position to be able to more quickly engage in this versus those who are not. So here's what's actually happening. The, 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 the half of our taxes that would pay per student, that's whatever that was, $8,000, that's still going to those Mm -hmm. public schools and $1,200 per student of the, the, let's just call it the student fees is still going to public schools. Mm -hmm. So, this is not going to hurt. I, I, I mean, I, I, people are saying it's going to hurt the public schools. I don't think it's going to hurt the public schools sure. because here's what's going to actually happen. The public schools are going to get, um, they're going to get less money, but they're going to have significantly less students sure. to have to care for mm-hmm. and have to provide for, right? And the people that are even leaving public schools, they're still going to be spending, you know, Mm-hmm. They're eight, basically $9,200 or something like that. That tax money is still going to those public schools. Right. So is there a qualification for um, private schools to accept people? Because then they've got the people that are going to be like, whoa, we, we don't want everybody to be in our schools. Every now. private school will have their own okay. own admissions you know, determination of how, who they're going to allow to come into their school. Mm-hmm. They, they have that right. They've always had that, yeah. that right. And that's a good thing mm-hmm. because students then know if you misbehave mm-hmm. – you get kicked out, yep. right? And you go back to public school. Yep. Mm-hmm. So that's actually a good thing. That's one of the problems with public school is they lack discipline, they lack control, they cannot control their students, right? And so, you know, you get a couple of bad students in a classroom and it ruins everybody's learning environment, mm-hmm. right? So this is, um, this is a, so we used to say, well, how, Justin, how can you expect people to send their kid to private school? They can't afford it. Here we are two years later and we have an answer to that. Mm. 
Okay, so I'm a skeptic. Uh-huh. Uh, I've been in uh, been in private education primarily, uh, well, in several different ways. First of all, to send you my children early on to classical Christian education, or well, homeschooled and then classical Christian education, did fundraising for a school out in Pennsylvania, headmaster here in, in town. Um, this is probably the most um, uh, remarkable piece of legislation I've ever heard. Um, most times there's there's it's it's a lot of a lot of hoops that you have to go through to get even a little bit of money. A lot of it's about tax credit programs, that kind of a thing. Um, this is I've never heard anything like this in the country. Uh, I've heard of wind of this and desires for this, but I've never this is this is quite a remarkable piece of legislation. So skeptic that I am, mm-hmm. is this in law? And is there? Am I going to get all excited about this? And about six months from now, I'm going to find out that uh, there, this liberal side of push things back, yeah. pushback is going to take all this away from me. I mean, are we? I don't yeah. know the process as well enough so here in the state of Iowa. Elections have consequences, and in this last election cycle, so the governor's been trying to pass this for or a similar bill for two years, and has it's never went through. Because we had some significant wins, I'm, I'm, I say we, conservatives, mm-hmm. had some significant wins, and Republicans gained uh, the majority. This has now been signed into law, and it is, it is law. In okay, Iowa. okay. So it's, this is a done deal. This is signed. Okay. Signed, sealed, and delivered. Wow. They debated it till like after midnight, uh, Monday night into Tuesday, and then she got it on her desk, uh, I think Tuesday afternoon, and she signed it. Um, Tuesday afternoon. So this is happening. This is absolutely happening. Mm. And this is what I mean. Elections have consequences. You know, this she couldn't get this stuff passed because there were so many Democrats pushing back against it mm-hmm. because they think it harms uh, public education. What it does is it takes... Ed- now education is no longer a monopoly. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, and the reason many Democrats push back against it is because um, 90% of the teachers' union... 90% of their, of their uh, giving is towards Democrats, even though only 50% of teachers are Democrats. Mm-hmm. But 90% of the political giving is towards Democrats, okay? Mm-hmm. They, teachers' unions, lean Democratic, and they have a view of education that they want control. Mm-hmm. They want to determine. They don't want parents involved. They want to determine the curriculum. They don't want parents to know. There's all kind of... This has been really scary lately. And the New York Times and the Wall Street Journal, there has been article after article in the past two weeks arguing that it's actually a good thing for parents to keep silent about a child's quote-unquote gender identity and any sexuality and keep that keep it from parents. And they're trying... They, they, why? They want to isolate the child from the parent so they can indoctrinate that child with their own worldview. Mm-hmm. Okay. And this is a threat to that, sure. because now as a parent, the state does not have the you know the state no longer has the authority to do with my tax dollars and, and indoctrinate my children with my own tax dollars. Now I can use my tax dollars, choose to educate my children in a Catholic school, in a Christian school, in a private school, in an online home. I have the control, which is where the control is meant to be. Mm-hmm. The sphere of the family is more. Is, is more primary than the sphere of state. Yep. And parents should, should be the ones in charge of teaching their children and, and inculcating a worldview in them. And so now this is, 
It's a huge win. Yeah. Right. So we've been, you know, we all pay taxes most of our life, and yeah. and and people people push back and say, well, this is using state funding yeah. for private education. We we use state funding for private state funding for private things all the time. Yeah. Mm. Food stamps is one of them. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. GI Bill, another one. Yeah. This is. Mm-hmm. No different. So this kind of gets into the nitty gritty of kids going into private schools, right? So how do we encourage the parents um, to love their kids well? Because this is this is the massive change, right? Because when you're in public schools, you, you may not get homework, right? Um, the the load might not be as heavy. Um, but when a lot of these kids go into these yeah. private schools, yeah. um, the load the load's heavier. Yeah. Um, the book works like it's hard. It's gonna be shell shock. It's, it, it's 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 frustrating from time to time. Mm. But how do we encourage the parents? They might have not have to preach doctrine or love them in that way but for them to actually do the book work well that that's you bring up a good point um i've had parents tell me over the past three or four weeks that rock island um rock island no longer has tests they've gotten rid of all tests um my nephew who goes to a middle school in bettendorf or a grade school in bettendorf they no longer have grades yeah. and so he straight up said like they said, my kids, do you have homework? Yeah, but I don't have to do it. It doesn't really matter. <laughs> I don't get grades. Yeah. It's like, that's exactly how I would have been at his age. I'm like, oh, no grades? Then I won't do anything. Right. <laughs> you know? So public school standards have, in many places, not everywhere, I know not everywhere, but in many places within our city, they've been drastically lowered. Yeah. yeah. And so, and, and now that could be true in some private schools too. I, I don't know every the case for every private school, so parents are going to have to do some research on each school of their choice, mm-hmm. and they're going to have to do the hard work of help, of supplementing that kid's education, helping them through it, mm-hmm. working, you know. There are some schools that they're not for everybody. Yeah. You know, you, you, if your kid really struggles to read, then you can't put him into a curriculum that is very book heavy and they're reading a lot of, mm-hmm. they're reading a lot of, you know, difficult material. Mm-hmm. So that's why I think it's uh, this. What's really good about this too? This goes for anybody that has any any learning disabilities, mm-hmm. any handicap. So this money, it's not just it's earmarked for your kid's education. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't just go to tuition. This can go to tutors. Mm-hmm. This can oh. go. This can go to their curriculum and sure. buying their books. Now you can't. It says in there specifically you can't buy food for this. Sure. You know you can't you buy uniforms or buy clothes. Mm-hmm. And there's some things that you can't buy. It can't go for travel, um, but there's some really good things. So if you if your kid has a learning disability and needs a tutor, this money can be used to tutor them. Yeah. You know, so you can get an online program and you can hire a tutor. Mm-hmm. You know, this is. Uh, I mean, it, it gives I, parents it, the freedom it, to use the money the way. This they is just knowing coming from a, even a national looking at it from a national level. This is going to be the envy of all the states. In terms of the opportunities that, that parents have always, what parents have wanted in terms of a school choice. I mean, this is probably the most, uh, I'm using the word liberal in the wrong way, but it, this is the most liberal. Generous. Gen, thank you. It's generous. Thank you. Generous uh, uh, opportunity that God has provided. Yeah. In, to in, trust <laughs> parents yeah. that they know best yeah. the way their kids should learn yeah. and the way their kids should be educated. Like, this is not going to necessarily hurt the public schools. You know, most of the public schools would do a would do good by having smaller class sizes mm-hmm. if that ha- mm-hmm. actually happens. Mm-hmm. They're saying it's going to hurt rural schools. It's not going to hurt rural schools because 
parents in rural, rural schools are still sending their kids to public schools because they're not woke. Mm-hmm. Like they're not dealing with the stuff that they're mm-hmm. that they're dealing with the big cities. Mm-hmm. So if, if a rural school is good, then the parents will have no problem sending their kids to, to that public school. Mm-hmm. But the, the the schools that are woke, they're overrun with violence. They're overrun with uh, drugs and woke ideology. Those schools should be very afraid, mm. rightly so. Mm. Um, so I, I I agree. Now, one of the things that's interesting, so people push back and say, they're taking money away from the schools. One of the things that pushed Governor Reynolds over the edge with this was she learned that um, Florida... Florida was spending $2,000 less per student and out and they outperformed our students. So Florida had probably the, the most generous um, um, package program, program mm-hmm. and package before us. Mm-hmm. And they were spending $2,000 less per students and they, and they outperformed us in all of their test scores. And so she's like, okay, clearly this isn't just we need more, we need to put more money to the public school because we're already spending more money and they're outperforming us. So we need a change. Hmm. This, this, this is not the only system out there. This is not the only program out there. Mm-hmm. So let's diversify and let parents choose. Hmm. And this is, I don't know if she's a Christian. I don't know her faith background, but this is, this this comes from a Christian worldview to give parents the. Uh, ability to choose where their kid is educated and to give Christians and human beings the ability to send their money, their tax dollars, where they want it to go, that, that, that's a freedom found in the gospel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So I am really encouraged by it. Yeah. I think this could be a game changer. Uh, I think this could spur on the creation of more private schools. Mm. You know, now here's the deal. We've, the, uh, a battle has been won. But this will be under attack mm. in the future. Oh, yeah. They will try to, so there's no strings attached right now to the private schools. They can be Christian. They can be Muslim. They can, you know, there's no religion. But you know in the future that the Democrats will push back on that and they will want strings attached. So if you want our money, you've got to teach our version of sexuality. You've got to teach this health, ed, health education Okay, well, and, and, okay, you just said our money. Wait, whose money is this? I believe this is our tax money, right? Going to the state, yeah. and we're just asking for us to have control over that money, well, at least. But you that's know, that, not how... I know. Well, I was going to say, that's not how most people in politics think, and specifically, that's not how Democrats think. I know. Well, that's not the narrative, right? So I, I looked up a couple of different articles, and what two or three of these said in the introductory paragraph was something along the lines of, you know... Reynolds and Republicans signs in the law bill that will allow public money to be used for private education. Yeah. It's like, to your point, Rob, it's like, no, it's not, it's not public money. It's, it's my money. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's I'm, good. Well, or, hey, I'm a part of the public. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, right. Whoops. Public money. You mean me, me? the taxpayer? That's my money. Right. Who's <laughs> been paying taxes my whole life? Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, you know? So it's, wow. act, think of it as um, educational freedom. Mm-hmm. Right, educational freedom, and uh, it tastes like freedom, smells like freedom, and so let's just yeah. pray that. It, you know, <laughs> okay, cares. so I'm I'm going to make a confession here. Yeah. Uh, you you were talking about this three weeks ago to us just privately about this is something that's coming down. I said, oh, it's never going to pass. No way is it ever going to pass. I mean, I really thought, oh, they're going to find out. It's not going to pass. I am so happy about this, and I am so glad to confess that I was wrong. Yeah. I was wrong. So well, so oh, we boy. should be thanking God because there have been many people. I have been on a, and, and so I got kind of recruited to, to help um, talk to some 
uh, representatives and and some people about this bill mm -hmm. and to kind of push it over the edge. And um, I got brought into a text thread of many people that were emailing congressmen, calling congressmen, meeting before congressmen, um, breaking apart all these lies and saying that's not what's really happening, t teaching them all these different things. So it took an enormous amount of effort. Okay. This is the first time in my life I've ever been behind the curtain to see what it takes to get a bill like this pushed forward. Because as soon as we would, as soon as they would present something, the Democrats would come out with absolute lies about it just for the headline. They just want the headline that looks mm -hmm. bad because most people read headlines. Mm -hmm. Facebook, you read a headline, you walk away. And so they, to, to see the hatred and the animosity and the lies that, that attached itself to this bill. Mm. I mean, I didn't know if it was going to pass either. And it, it, um, it only passed because of the gains that were made in the in the latest election. Yep. But yep. you can see again, we, we've been talking county over country, right? right? That includes state, state over country. Yep. Like we have some freedoms that other states don't have, and they won't have. And like you said, we'll be the envy of the nation. Well, we'll be the envy of some states, but California, New York, those oh, those sure. they've already chose. Yep. They, they want the socialist, yep. you know, agenda. So. We should thank God. It's a huge evidence of grace, but we should also keep our hand to the plow and keep working. Right. Because we can, again, this might, me, this might mean we need more private schools started. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, it might mean. And, and uh, mm -hmm. so let's, let's just keep working and praying. Mm -hmm. yeah. Anything else? Any other thoughts? All right. All right, guys, you got any questions, you can email me at justindean at sacredcitychurch.com. We hope this was a blessing to you. We love you. We're praying for you. 